Today, we're going to talk about product sourcing from somewhere we have never, ever talked about on this show. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Helium 10 has well over 200 employees and we're added talented individuals every week. If you're interested in coming to work for a company that has an incredible culture and cool perks such as a four-week paid sabbatical after two years, check out our job openings at h10.me forward slash jobs, h10.me forward slash jobs. We'd love to have you join the team. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. And we've got somebody who's been helping serious sellers out there. Her name is Jelana. Jelana, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, thank you for being here. Now, right off the bat, I, I don't know anything about you. Are ah. you a seller yourself? <laughs> I know what you're an expert in because you're in Freedom Ticket. Um, and and you're, we're going to be talking about sourcing. But do you sell on Amazon yourself? I am going to be in about two weeks. My product really? will be. Yes. I have helped other sellers get products, source products, get them shipped. But I've always simply sold on Shopify. Okay. But now there's this amazing opportunity I have to enter a market that isn't quite as saturated as some others. So, yeah, I will be joining the serious sellers soon. All right. I love it. I love it. Now, let's just take a couple steps back. You know, uh, I think. Part of your expertise is is on sourcing and and especially when it, we're talking about from China, but I, I want to get to how you even got to that point. So like, first of all, where are you even where are you even calling me from? Where, where are you at? What state are you in? I am in Memphis, Tennessee, home of okay. the world's best barbecue. Mm, I, that's debatable. I just was I in Austin. Know. I was in Austin a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, you know. I know, and you're a world traveler, so. Yep. You know, no, I, I, I've been to Tennessee. Thing. I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't do the the barbecue there. I did a. Uh, uh, I was doing a, when I was, that was when I was a Zumba instructor and I did a masterclass there and it's kind oh, of a little bit, uh, contradictory. I do this big humongous fitness class and then I go pig out on, on barbecue. <laughs> so I didn't do that, um, that time, but anyway, so Tennessee, um, mm -hmm. and then, um, where is that where you're born and raised or I am actually born and raised in Michigan by way of Chicago. Okay. Memphis is home now. Went to college here, married here, had kids here. Are you a volunteer here? I am a tiger and a volunteer, so I'm kind of Which split one is down the middle. The Memphis, Memphis University. Oh, Memphis that's Tigers. right. That, uh, I should have known that. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, yeah, that, that's always. I always try and remember like the different uh, mm -hmm. colleges. And um, now, if you had s said Middle Tennessee State or something like that, I might not have known um, which their mascot was. <laughs> Anyways, okay, like how in the world then somebody you know in Tennessee by way of Michigan becomes an expert on Chinese sourcing? So. Interesting story. Really, it is because I've always been in tech, uh, IT. That's what I went to college for. But I've always been this extremely curious risk taker. And in my 20s, I got really bored and I decided to learn how to sew. At the time, I was managing a group of engineers. One of those engineers lived and traveled back and forth to Vietnam I wanted a partner to make my clothes. I started sewing for other women, you know, custom suits and skirts. And I said, hey, you're going to Vietnam. I've got a vendor over there. Can you go to this address? I'll give you a free week of vacation. 
and find these people for me, get samples made and bring them back to me. And that's exactly what he did. Hmm. Um, of course, my boss never knew that, you know, he was never aware that I had sent an employee to Vietnam for me, <laughs> <laughs> but it paid off in spades because, so that was my first foray into working with international partners. Okay. From there, I, I moved into wedding dresses and of course, China as Suzhou, Guangzhou are just the you know world's wedding dress capital. And I started working with partners there. So again, I thought, oh, I need to send someone over there. I need to, you know, get more samples and build these relationships. But I thought, why not go yourself? So I began traveling to China a few years ago, about maybe five years ago. And I've gone two to three times a year ever since. So, okay. yes. And in the midst of traveling, of course, my primary um, industry has always been fashion. But in the midst of traveling there, I could not ignore all of these other amazing opportunities, amazing markets, amazing products and vendors. So I began building a database of vendors and suppliers, meeting other uh, entrepreneurs who needed help, who needed connections. So that's how the China Connect, that's the name of my business. That's how the China Connect began. And I began taking other business owners to China to do the same thing. Make okay. direct factory direct connections. Excellent, excellent. And and by the way, guys, you know, how you may be like, how how did you invite this person? You don't even know who she is, Bradley. Well, she's actually in Freedom Ticket 3.0. As you guys know, we've been uh highlighting yes. different instruct guest instructors, and we've already had in the first two weeks ten thousand people sign up for Freedom Ticket 3.0. And so wow. uh ten thousand of y'all might might have known uh, Jelana even before. Before me here, um, I've seen her module. We're not going to give you the entire module here, guys. Uh, you got to go into uh, it's actually week uh, five in Freedom Ticket. If you guys have access to that, if you if you don't have access to Freedom Ticket, go to h10.me forward slash Freedom Ticket. H10.me forward slash Freedom Ticket. You can see how to how to sign up. But her module is 5.06, and going to mainly be talking about Yiwu Go. But uh, before we even talk about that, you know, I notice in kind of like your 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 not resume but but your splash screen here about introducing you uh, in your freedom ticket module you talked about how in the past you were you you would actually do sourcing trips and things like that now everybody understands the world is a different place right now you know with, with china being shut out from mm -hmm. from most access to most of us but back when it was open and, and you know we know it's going to open up one day again in the future mm -hmm. talk talk about that a little bit like what why would somebody want to go physically you know, if they have the means to to a, a Chinese factory or to a trade show over there, as opposed to, hey, I'm just going to use websites, which, by the way, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with using websites that we're going to be talking about today. But but what's the advantage of spending, you know, thousand dollars on a, on a ticket plus hotels by, by going there in person? Right. Absolutely. And many people ask this question. The for me, the number one reason to go is there is absolutely no way a website like Alibaba or Yiwugo Global Sources, there is no way that they can, they can host and give you the full breadth and depth of the number of products and opportunities there are in China. From the moment you step foot in whatever city you're in, you are only maybe 100 yards away from a market. That is where all of the magic happens. The prices that you get while you're there are three to four times cheaper than even what you see on Alibaba. So you think things are cheap on Alibaba, but when you're in China, in front of the vendor, at their booth, looking at their goods, negotiating prices, they see you, they know you're serious because you've traveled halfway around the world 
to come visit their shop. They're honored. They treat you like royalty. And there the relationship starts. So number one, the number of products that you just simply won't ever see on a website because there are literally millions of products. And we'll talk about what's in Yiwu, but Yiwu itself has 1.8 million different commodities. There's no way you, even if those products were on a website, you wouldn't have the time. Your finger would give out with clicking before you got to the end of a, you know pages full of 1.8 million worth of products. So just to be able to see for yourself, walk the floors of these markets, which are massive, there's no way you can find that magic product just simply from a website. The relationships that you build are unmatched. The um, type of relationship that you build, the negotiating power that you wield while you're there. Of course, we say cash is king everywhere. And it is so true while you're there on the ground in China. Um, and then, too, I think it gives the, that business owner, not only is it a, an experience for their business, it's a personal growth experience as well. You end up learning the language. You end up learning more about the culture. You certainly end up understanding why um, there are numerous holidays sprinkled throughout the year. Um, you just gain such an appreci appreciation for the speed and velocity and massive um, production power there is coming out of China when you go and see it for yourself. It's, it's really an unmatched experience. Okay, excellent. Now, you know, I, I'm sure you you, you would uh, agree, and not just for your own personal gain, but it's always best to to go in groups, you know, that are more organized as opposed to you know what I'm just going to go buy my own ticket to China and uh, <laughs> and try and find my way out there. But let's just you know, let's just say somebody's not using your group, or mm -hmm. or what are some things uh, that people should be looking for in a group, um, or if they're trying to get some sellers together, like what what's a, a sample itinerary for one of these trips you did? Like you know, how much time yeah. should should people allocate? What are the cities to, to to hit? And and you know, what's a good group size? What should people look for in a a guide like yourself, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, sure. So we'll take um, just the the group itself. So the sure. way that we operate our groups is each person has their own uh, personalized itinerary, and it's based on your business goals. Um, some people come with an I specific idea of the type of product that they want to purchase. Some people come with, with the purpose of seeing samples in person. So perhaps they've started a manufacturing um, engagement months ago. And so now it's ready to see their sample. Now it's ready for the samples to be tested or, you know, quality checked. They may come for that. But in our groups, we customize the itinerary according to that person's business goals or if they don't necessarily have an idea, we talk through the type of business, the platform they're selling on, what is their budget, what do they want to spend per product, um, how soon do they want the products, and we will point them to a specific market. Um, the big thing to know, if you're going to travel there without a group, if you're going to go by yourself, is to do your research on the markets that you want to go to. The worst thing is to land in China and you ask someone, oh, where should I go? Or you, you don't know. There are hundreds, literally hundreds of markets, and it takes days to get through one market. So you want to make the most of your time. And that means planning, planning, planning. Mm -hmm. um, you also want to be sure that you have the right um, amount of funds. You know, things are cheap there, yes, but 
um, in addition to personal shopping, you want to bring cash for your samples. The negotiating power that you have when you bring cash to purchase your samples just elevates you. It elevates your expertise. As I said, the people there are so gracious, but they know the difference between someone who's just kind of poking around, just looking versus someone who's a real deal, the real deal and ready to will and deal because they've got cash. Um, The cities that one should go to absolutely. If you're an Amazon seller, you absolutely want to fly into Shanghai catch a speed train or a short flight and go to Ewu. Ewu is the international trade city. Um, You've got well over 80,000 vendors there selling millions of different commodities in all types of um, industries, home goods, um, toys, electronics, decorations, furniture, food, auto, home appliances, all kinds of just knickknacks on on up to the larger, um, you know, items such as, like I said, furniture, bedding, and things like that. Ewu is eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. Like, like, how does that even? Like, I've never been to Ewu. I mean, I've been to China many times, but I've never been to Ewu. Like, how? So th- this isn't like a, a an op- like a convention center. You know, like Las Vegas Convention Center. There's a lot of booths. It, it, it's more like just like streets of building. Like, how does that even? I can't even wrap my mind about eighty thousand vendors. It is eighty thousand vendors. It is an actual city, and it's separated into five districts. And in each district, you've got small commodities, kitchen appliances, toys, um, paper goods, and another. And that district, it, there may be I don't know. 10 to 12 floors. Each floor may have, I don't know, 200 vendors on it. So as I said, doing your research and knowing where you want to go first will save you a ton of time and you can cover more uh, more ground that way. Um, so there's there's the big EWU market, which like I said, is five districts, but then you've got smaller markets um, that specialize in things like thousands of different types of socks, You've got the Bing Wang market for textiles and fabrics. Um, you've got a food market. It's nothing but exotic foods, prepackaged uh, seasonings and herbs. So it is just massive. It's literally a city. It is literally a city. Um, Iwu gets about 300,000 visitors a day. They're open seven days a week. They rarely close except for the spring market, the spring festival. It is literally massive and you need no less than five days to get through all the markets, circle back to the one that you saw that, you know, you want to take a look at that product, negotiate some prices, order some samples. It's, it's huge. I can't even explain how, how large it is, except for to think of it as an actual city that's mm-hmm. broken down into different districts that are walkable, but boy, you better wear some comfortable shoes. Wow. Wow. All right. Now that brings us to, you know, like, like I said before, you know, you, you can want to go to Yiwu right now, but you probably can't um, unless you've got some kind of diplomatic immunity or some kind of pass to be able right. to get in there. But, uh, you know, with or without fit being the ability to physically go, there's now an alternative. And I had never heard of it called, I believe, a Yiwu Go, right? Yes. Yes. Now, can you talk a little about that? Because uh, I don't have much experience and I, I would assume that probably more than 90% of our audience has not heard of that. Okay, so Ewu Go is 
the website that is um, attached to and associated with Iwu City, the commodities markets. Um, it looks and feels similar to Alibaba, but there are some restrictions. You know, in Alibaba, you can conduct business from A to Z, from purchase to having the products at your door. So this website is still being developed. They've come such a long way from when they first launched just a few years ago. But the beauty about this website is that you can search individual booths. They actually have virtual tours of booths and they've got contact information for the vendors right there on the website. Um, you can't. You can now contact that vendor through eWoogo, but the best way to get in touch with those shop owners is to use a sourcing agent uh, just because you may have three to four vendors or suppliers that you're going to work with. That agent can consolidate all of those purchases. Um, as I said, you can't conduct purchases on eWoogo yet, so you do need a third party, like a sourcing agent to help corral all of your, your goods. Um, but it allows you to search hot categories. Um, as I said, pretty much every district is represented on eWoogo. Um, I won't say that every vendor, every booth is represented, but a good majority, um, I think there's now maybe 13,000 vendors on eWoogo. So of the 80, you know, you don't have all, you don't have everyone, but you've got enough to get an idea of mm. what those offerings are. Okay. All right. Now, let's just say I'm a um, typical Joe seller. I'm using Helium 10. I found some product opportunity. You know, perhaps I, I, I do look on uh, Alibaba.com and that's what I'm used to doing. What's the difference between the two um, and when would you use one as opposed to the other? Or do you, would you always suggest using uh, both? So the advantages of using eWoogo is what you'll find is that the prices are cheaper when you buy them from eWoo. Um, what you have on Alibaba is sometimes sellers will list their price low just so that you'll get they'll get that click and that inquiry. Mm -hmm. um, and then you'll find that the price is actually higher or they'll come up with some excuse why the price listed isn't the price that you'll receive. With Go, 90% of the products I've inquired about, the price is the same as listed. Um, the products are cheaper. You've got, oh man, hundreds, probably thousands of manufacturing facilities in and around Iwu. There is a just-in-time um, supply chain there. So when you order your products, typically it's, it may take a day or two for that factory to ship it to your sourcing agent. Um, there's just such a concentration and competition right there in Ewu City and everyone's right next to each other. So their prices are typically cheaper than what you'll find on Alibaba. I use Ewugo for cost comparison, price comparison. And I will sometimes say, hey, I, I understand you're in Guangzhou. I I travel there. I want to come to your factory to visit you, but I've got another vendor in Iwu and I'll send them a screenshot of the price. I'm like, can you match this price? Let's do business. And a lot of times they will come as close to that price or even beat it. Um, 
you can also do product research on eWugo. I know we've got a ton of tools through Helium 10 and we look at Alibaba, their hot categories to find out what's selling there. But having another research tool to round out the full picture, there's never you know anything wrong with that. There is a keyword feature on eWugo that will allow you to look at others, um, other people's searches. You can also, and this is in the course, and I explain this in the Freedom mm-hmm. Ticket module, how to look at others' RFQs through eWugo. So you'll get a sense of what other sellers are buying, the volume that they're purchasing, the products that they're purchasing. Um, so there are some benefits to eWugo that you don't necessarily find on Alibaba. But for me, primarily, I would say is just the cost of products. There's so much competition right there together that you'll find the price that compared to what you see on Alibaba because those vendors are dispersed. They are from all over China. They're not sitting right next to each other trying to win your business. So yeah. uh, to, for me, that's the biggest uh, advantage of taking a look at Go before you you know make your purchase elsewhere. Okay. What is required, uh, if anything, to just start get, getting started over there? You know, like I just go to the website, like you know, 1688.com or Alibaba and just start searching? Do I have to create an account? Um, you can you can search. You can look up contact information even without creating a, uh, a an account. You don't have to create an account. When you go to eWillGo, um, you know, you search much like you do on Alibaba, go into products, look at what's hot. You will see prices for specific um, quantities. Um, you can send an inquiry. Like I said, you can't purchase, but you can send a direct inquiry. And the best thing is the WeChat number, the WhatsApp number, their email address is right there on the website. Okay. Good to know. Um, so obviously since you can't purchase, then, you know, no trade assurance and things like that, but, uh, it's, um, have you ever like done what people do with the 1688 and go there mm-hmm. and then sh- show a factory on Alibaba or, or another factory like, Hey, look what I saw on you go. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is that a technique that's doable or? Oh, absolutely. I do that all the time. So I've got a team in Iwu and in uh, Guangzhou. And if I am buying something for my personal uh, website, like to supply my own uh, business, a lot of times I will see something on uh, 1688 or one of the other, you know, websites and I'll say, hey, can you, how much is this? Can you get this for me? And how quickly can you get it for me? A lot of times the contacts in the larger cities can't access it. They don't have the supply there. But most times, I'd say 90% of the time, mm-hmm. Ewo is going to have it. Ewo is going to have it. Um, I so, show them things off of 1688 all the time. As a matter of fact, most of the things on 1688 are coming out of Ewo. Most of the commodities are coming um, from Ewu. Is it just uh, all kinds of products there? You know, like, you know, how some, um, you know, like we're talking about India, you know, and, and Pakistan, it's mainly textiles is, is the specialties there. Alibaba is kind of everything. Is Ewu also, the Ewu Go also kind of just like an everything or is there, there more electronics? Is there more X or Y type of item? No, Ewu, excuse me, has pretty much everything. The one thing that I don't see often are heavy electronics, medical equipment, machinery, um, like mask making machines. You don't get a ton of 
results for that on EWUGO. So your smaller commodities is where uh, EWU specializes. But as I said, you only have you know less than half of the vendors on EWUGO at this point. More are being added every day. So I would I would expect that this website is going to become another Alibaba in short order. Um, but yeah, I would say the larger machinery, um, I've got a customer who is in um, spas. She owns, you know, line of spas and we order micro mist machines, cavitation machines. And these are big, uh, you know, machines that are used to work on someone's body. I will, would probably not get those from you. We, we always go through a vendor on Alibaba. So I say that's probably the one thing that I don't see quite often. Okay. You know, regardless if we're talking Iwugo, Alibaba, going in person, um, you know, a common question that anybody is wondering about it is the whole like negotiation phase. Like, so what's some some tips and strategies you can give us about negotiating with a factory or factories, you know, for a product idea that somebody has? Sure. So one of the my favorite ways is is to show them that I am actually speaking with a number of vendors. I want them to feel that I'm interviewing vendors and that I'm working with other people. And it's not necessarily all about the price. I'm usually careful to mention that it's not necessarily about the price. It's about the relationship quality and trust and all of that. But I like to show evidence of the prices I'm getting elsewhere. So a simple screenshot of the price that you see somewhere else, even if it's an RMB, just do a quick uh, conversion. And I use that. And that typically will work because they don't want to lose your business. They want, you know, you they, they want to be your vendor of choice. So I will always provide a screenshot. I've even gone as far as providing the PI. Um, I will, you know, re-race the vendor's name and I'll say, hey, look, I've got this PI. And even though your delivery timeline is a week longer, I'm willing to wait. I like your product. I like you, I like your energy. Um, but I can't, your prices are too high. I'm not going to be profitable. What can you do? Um, and then a lot of times, and I think most of us will do this is, so right now I have a, um, an accessory that I'm producing and my top number was $2 per item. They gave me a price of 260. And so of course I said, well, my, my top number is like a dollar 80. Can't do more than that. My landed cost needs to be a little bit, you know, higher than that. So they came all the way down to two ten. They were wanting to meet me, you know, somewhere in the middle, but I knew two sixty was just way too high. So I usually will go low, well, way lower than I know they will go in order for them to land somewhere in that profitable spot. So those are two of my favorite negotiating techniques, especially as it relates to EWUGO. Now, I will mention this too. With EWUGO, typically you will need a sourcing agent. And having a sourcing agent negotiate for you, sometimes you end up with an even better deal than if you are yeah. back and forth and messaging on your own. So That's what I do. Um, is that what you do? Yeah. I mean, I, I find stuff on, on websites, but then I, I show it to the sourcing agent because I'm like, you know, I, and you know what people always ask me, you know what they always ask me? Like how much money are you paying her? Or, or like, what's, what's her margin? Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I have no idea. And I don't care. 
I have right. her just quote me the price I got to pay her. Right. If she's making a dollar, she's making $10. I don't care because whatever price she's giving me, almost always it's cheaper than, than what I was getting exactly. from uh, from quotes. Mm-hmm. So she can make all the money she wants because she's saving me uh, me money. Uh, and exactly. so I, I 100% co-sign um, what you just said there. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, going back to if someone travels to China, I always, as many times as I've been there, I'm learning the language. I can you know talk and negotiate a little bit on my own, but I mm-hmm. never go alone. I mm-hmm. always go with my agent or I'll go with one of my employees. I let them walk in the, in the store first, or mm-hmm. I let them walk into the factory first. Um, I, it just, sometimes uh, it's just, we come out better when I keep my mouth shut, you know, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. when I, they, they know my price, they know my quality level, they know everything. So, and then sometimes they'll present me kind of as a partner, you know, as a business partner, not necessarily, this is my boss and she wants to buy these items. Uh, this is my partner. We are, so that sometimes goes a long way. And like you, I don't care what she's charging me. I know she's got commission rolled in the price. Yeah. I never pay a separate fee. Um, but like you, I don't care because the price that she can get me far outweighs the price that I can negotiate myself. Yeah, Absolutely. Now, mm-hmm. you know, th- in this day and age, we all know the uh, it's a mess to order anything. You know, it's it's we've got uh, shipping issues and, and containers sitting out there in the middle of the water for a long time. We've got rolling blackouts uh, in China and, and factories not working at full capacity and factories can't find um, containers to put to put product on it and stuff. It's, it's a complete mess. You know, and I know it's going to get better, but. What are some just, you know, strategies you can give sellers out there who are who are in this stage where they're either getting some stuff made? Um, you know, is it just a matter of, hey, just add some uh, add some more time to your your timeline because it's double now? Or, or what, what can you say about this whole process right now? Yes, that to me is one of the only ways to combat what's going on right now is to start early. And I don't mean three months early. I mean, almost, almost double, like right now we should be ordering summer things. We should be ordering East, well, Easter. We might get it by Easter. I'm not even sure. Easter is what, mm-hmm. April? If we started now, we could probably get Easter uh, commodities shipped in a container in here and not be stressed out and losing our hair mm-hmm. thinking we're going to miss the date, you know, with all these eggs in a crate and we missed the date of Easter. We stuck with eggs. So starting now, so one of my clients is ordering 40,000 custom planners. They're going on a ship probably next week. And normally that, that trip journey would take, you know, 30 to 30, 35 days, maybe 40 to get to her door. I'm telling her to expect twice that amount of time. Now, luckily ordering now will miss the holiday rush of um, shipments. But I don't think the the cargo fiasco is going to clear up mm-hmm. any earlier than Q1 of next year. Wow. There's just dynamics that are going to take time to right size. So you 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 nailed it. You yeah. the only I mean, way is to start. You know early. what was a, a big tell for me? Uh you know what uh I had gotten a message uh back on uh October, I want to say October 20 26th. Hey, um, better start getting your orders in to make sure it ships out by 
Chinese New Year. And I'm like, right. It's October 26th. Like I get that email every year. You know, I get that email, of course, every year. You know, I've been importing from China for 20 years. I get that maybe like the end of December or or like beginning of January, yeah, you know, yes, exactly. it's like the end of October. And I'm being told like, yeah, you better, you better get your orders in that you want to ship out before Chinese New Year, which is, uh, I believe, like February 1st this year. So I'm like, wow, I know they're trying to be cautious, but at the same time, that just kind of shows the 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 the, the, the sourcing world that we're living in now. Yes, absolutely. I I'm still, we're still gearing up for holiday sales, right? We're still mm -hmm. trying to get our ducks in a row to have a great holiday season, a great Q4. Yep. I, my mind's not thinking about ordering in order for things to be here, you know, beginning of next year. But if you're smart, you will start thinking about those things and you will start your engagements on, you know, production or whatever it is, because it's simply won't be here. Now, the other thing, the other way around that, if you're lucky enough to have a tiny product or something really small that you can ship by air cargo, then obviously no problems there, right? Things are getting here three to four days, uh, commercial air, even air cargo, you know, you're looking at maybe seven to 10 days. Um, but a lot of us aren't that lucky to have a small product mm -hmm. that we can ship here by air and not have our shirts eaten. So, um, yeah, that's the only other strategy is to ship by air. If, if your product's small enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we, we, you, you've been talking about different strategies throughout this episode. We do something that we call the, uh, the 32nd tip TST. Uh, what, what's, uh, let's, let's do like two or three of these. Like what are some quick hitting, um, sourcing or, or any kind of, you know, supply chain, whatever you want, um, tips that you can give Amazon sellers out there. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, of course we know, uh, to order samples, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, we know to shop around. Okay. Um, one of my favorite tips is to bear the expense so that your sample budget isn't blown on, something that they are left to use their own creativity to create. I send my own prototypes all the time. Um, I send my own color swatches all the time. Um, we use Pantone and most times the colors will match up, but if the shade is extremely important, um, if it, you know, branding is extremely important and you've got to have that exact shade, I will send whatever it is I have to to their factory so that they can replicate it on the dot, on the dime. It takes a little bit more time, obviously, and it takes a little bit more money to do that. Sure. But I've never regretted it. Okay. I like it. You got any other ones for us? So a lot of times we, we focus on quick wins. You know, we see a product, we want to capture the demand. We want to be first. We want to, you know, get that product in our warehouse and, you know, up for sale as quick as possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But a lot of times, and this is one of the things I've learned by going over there. Most times when you go, you will not do business until about 90 minutes after you arrive. They cherish that relationship building time so very much. They ask about your children. They feed you food. They, you know, you have tea, they show you the Kung Fu tea ceremony. 
by the end of the day, your belly is about to bust because you're so full <laughs> of, t- of tea and oranges. However, that time is precious. You can still use some of those relationship building tactics, even when you're on Alibaba. So recently they just came back from um, Autumn Festival. Before I engaged in any conversation, I spent at least 10 minutes asking, what did they do for Autumn Festival? Where did they go? Is your What city are you in? Is your family there? Um, I didn't get as personal to ask you know, for pictures of their kids, but they appreciated that because if you think about it, an Alibaba consultant or agent, they're sitting at their computer getting hundreds of mm-hmm. inquiries. They're getting pounded all day long. Some people are idiots. Some people are not nice. You could be the person that changes the tone of their day. So taking the time to do that just goes a long way. You become considered a friend, someone who's more than just a, you know a name and a message. You know, you're given priority in a way that tends to pay off down the road. So take some time to get to know your, uh, your vendors. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, how can people find you on, on their interwebs uh, out there if, if they want to reach out, obviously, in addition to checking out your freedom ticket module? Yes, absolutely. So I am the China Connect on all platforms, the website, um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the China Connect at the China Connect. Uh, thechinaconnect.com is my website. And there you will find information on the tours, uh, the sourcing um, agents, the product um, um, and manufacturing um, business that we do, um, the Alibaba courses, all of that's there. So yep, I am the China Connect on all platforms and thechinaconnect.com. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and uh, wish you the best of success. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me. I, I want to. We'll have you back in a year. Absolutely. And let's see, like how you did on that launch, and maybe you've launched a couple more products by then. Absolutely. Maybe we can ha- have the podcast while I'm in Ewu. Let's do it. Uh, may- maybe I'll go with you to Ewu. How about that? Come with me. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I never, like right. I said, I've never been. All right. Thank you so much, Delana. You're and, so and, uh, welcome. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye bye.